what's going on. Welcome to the Biz Women Rock podcast. I'm your host, Katie Kremitzos. If you are passionate about growth in your business, if you are growing a purpose-driven business and you want access to education, to resources, and to other amazing businesswomen who can help you do it better every single day, then this is the podcast for you. And guess what? I am so excited to let you know that the Biz Women Rock Elite membership is now open and ready for you. What is the elite? Just like elite athletes have certain qualities that make them stand out amongst all the other athletes, elite business owners are just the same. And in the Biz Women Rock Elite membership, you are surrounded by all of your fellow rockin' biz women who don't take no for an answer, who are super obsessed with continuing to grow themselves, grow their businesses, and do big things in this world. And as a member of the Biz Women Rock Elite, you get special access to really in-depth targeted education that is available nowhere else in the Biz Women Rock community and specialized tools, strategies, and access to your fellow members in a productive way that will produce results in your business. You are not in this game alone, girl. So go to bizwomenrock.com forward slash elite membership and become a member today. I am so excited that you're here for today's episode because it is the perfect complement to last week's episode with Jane Atkinson. So last week, Jane Atkinson, who is a coach and has been coaching speakers for 30 years now, you learned all about the business of speaking, like what your keynote page should look like on your website and how to charge for your presentations. And today's episode is literally the perfect complement If you are wanting to get paid to speak and if you are speaking or doing any sort of presentations, this includes keynotes, live workshops, online webinars, if you're showing up to Facebook Lives, anything like that where you are literally giving a presentation, which is probably all of us right now. So I'm so honored to have my good friend Dustin Matthews on the show to share with you the exact anatomy of a profitable and powerful presentation. So Dustin's background as a very successful online marketer positioned him perfectly to co-found Speaking Empire. It's a company that helps clients make more money and have a bigger impact by perfecting their presentations. He has a book out now called No BS Guide to Powerful Presentations, the ultimate no-holds-barred plan to selling anything with webinars, online media, speeches, and seminars. Whew, yeah, mouthful, I know. He's got a little funny story about that as we get into the interview. And the book literally goes through the exact formula to use when giving a presentation. He literally goes through it step by step. That means we're talking about things like what you should even do to prepare. And there are some very brilliant, thoughtful things you can do to prepare before you even walk in the room or show up to that online webinar, whatever that is, and what the actual presentation should be. He literally talks about all the parts of the presentations and what you should be doing in each part and how to do that in a way that gets people to raise their hand, literally or figuratively. And tell you, yes, I want what you have, or yes, I want to find out more about you, or yes, I want to know you more, or have a strategy session with you, or buy your program, whatever that call to action actually is. And I got to tell you, he knows his stuff. 
I was actually kind of taking notes the whole time during this interview going, ooh, I need to do that. I haven't been doing that. And he is just a wealth of information. So without further ado, here is my friend, Dustin Matthews. Dustin Matthews, my friend, I'm so excited to have you on the show today. Thank you so much for taking the time. Katie, I'm excited (laughs) to be here. I'm really thrilled to be on the show. Oh my God. And let's just talk about literally in this moment, at the time of this recording, which just happened just a few weeks for you listening or actually hearing it, uh, Dustin got on the phone with me and was like, so I'm going to have a baby this weekend. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's what the doctors say anyway, but they've been wrong before. I mean, they they said on Dexter, the first baby was going to be nine pounds and he was like seven something. Oh my gosh. Wow. But this is baby number two, right? Baby number two. You know, I got to say, Katie, I was, I'm an only child, still am an only child. I'm really excited because I always like visualized I would have two because I never got to see that like dynamic growing up, you know? Wow. I never would have pegged you for an only child. You're so like outgoing and like, you're such a people person. (laughs) Yeah, I guess you can go one way or another thinking about it. Like you could totally be the introverted guy, which I have that for sure in my background, but also to having to move around a lot. Um, I was in the middle or I wasn't, my parents were, my dad was in the military and so Mm -hmm. I had to make friends. So got it. Very, very cool. Well, and that kind of parlays into exactly why you're doing what you're doing so well. So for you listening, I have had the pleasure of knowing Dustin for almost a decade now, Dustin, right? Yeah, I think it's so. It's been a while. Um, I had met him out here in Tampa, Florida. Uh, he knew my husband, Chris, well, my then boyfriend, now husband, Chris. And I have had the pleasure of watching you just like grow like gangbusters and the knowledge base that you have as it pertains to our topic today, which is creating powerful presentations that actually impact the bottom line of your business is huge. And so I wanted to bring you on so that you could share your amazing knowledge with all of my ladies today. If you could start by giving a little bit of kind of a snapshot as to what your business is, what is Speaking Empire and what do you actually provide so that everyone can really understand why you're you're able to talk on this topic? Well, Katie, you know what I like to say generally, I've got the whole thing pretty mapped out. But usually I just say for at Speaking Empire, we give people confidence. And I, I think, you know, what you're doing on the show and, you know, what you work with clients on, you do the same thing in diff- just different areas. I think that's what we all do. And so uh, at Speaking Empire, the way we give people confidence is we uh, work with them on their message. And so putting together powerful presentations to get people excited, to raise money for charity, to get strategy sessions or appointments and obviously sell products and services. And so the way we like to do that is in-person experiences. And so we really work with people that come to Tampa. Uh, yay, because I love bringing people to, <laughs> to our backyard. And so uh, they come and they work with our team here at, uh, in Tampa, actually in Largo. And we work with them one-on-one because like a copywriter can write a sales letter for you and you can outsource it or a content writer. Right. But with speaking, you have to deliver it, even if it's a webinar or maybe even one of those video sales letters online, it's your voice. So like there's delivering the message too. That's so very important. So that's the work we do at Speaking Empire. That's awesome. So like you said, it's, you know, whether you're doing an online webinar, whether you're giving any sort of like, even like a local presentation, but I mean, this is also for people who really want to build out 
you know, actually making money as a paid speaker, or you want to use any of these these opportunities to speak, to deliver a message, to bring money into your pocket, right? And, and build your business. So you've been able to help people craft the best of the best on all of these different types of ways to present. So one of the things, so you have, the, I'm going to, I'm going to say this straight up. You have this amazing new book out called No BS Guide to Powerful Presentations, the ultimate no hold barred plan to selling anything with web webinars, online media, speeches, and seminars. That's a mouthful, man. <laughs> it is. That's that's uh, my fellow co-author, Dan Kennedy. Uh, he is a copywriter, and so he's paid by the word, so that's why it's so lengthy. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. But what you need to know about that is the powerful presentations part. And the reason I mentioned the book is because while you have a knowledge base in all sorts of, of aspects of speaking and being able to help people build confidence, uh, really what it comes down to is understanding like what I'm sort of calling the anatomy of a powerful presentation. You know, we just heard from Jane Atkinson in last week's episode, the episode prior to this. So if you haven't yet listened to that, please go listen. Um, and she's been training paid speakers for a long, long time. And so, uh, but she kind of went into like the business of how you can make a business as a speaker. What I would love to go into here is the internal works of building a powerful presentation that actually earns you revenue. So can you start with even the beginning? Like when I've booked a presentation, I know I'm about to do something, whether it's something that I am planning to do an online webinar or somebody has booked me to go speak somewhere before I even show up on stage, what should I be doing? The first thing you should be doing or the listeners should be doing is definitely go check out the the interview with Jane because really treating a presentation like a business. And I know that may like sound crazy, but like playing full out like you would in business is something very powerful. And and Kay, I want to say, this, if you are speaking, you know, and let's say you're doing this as like your full-time profession, if you're out speaking 50 times a year, like that's a good number. Most people aren't. And so what I like to say is you want to maximize every single opportunity. Because if you think about it, if you're going to be speaking in front of a group or even a webinar, someone's marketing to get those folks there. And so how many opportunities really in a year or in your lifetime are you going to have to deliver a great message to get people excited or motivated about what it is that you do? So preparation is key. So what does that mean? Well, it means doing a little bit of research and understanding who it is that's going to be there. And so in the book, what we talk about is really marketing. I'm kind of a speaker disguised as a, as a marketer, if you want to call it that. <laughs> and so I, I, you know, I was raised as a marketer. So I always think about how can I influence folks before I get there? If my intent is to sell or, you know, to get them to do something, I want to influence ethically, of course, like how can I show up in, with an article that I have written? Or can I send them a copy of, uh, you know, my interview on Biz Women Rock, right? Before they actually speak live so they can get to know me. And so before you actually show up, it's thinking about, well, what can I do to build value for that audience even before I actually give any sort of presentation. I love that. So you're talking, so very practically speaking, it's like, okay, I know, I'll give you this example. I literally yesterday just spoke at a local chamber of commerce. And so I did my homework. I was like, okay, I I didn't necessarily have like an RSVP list. So I didn't have names, but generally speaking, you can kind of get a general idea of who's showing up to a chamber of commerce women's networking meeting. So I kind of had that in mind. And so I was able to shift my presentation to speak to that type of a woman, right? Is that the kind of stuff that you're talking about? And thinking like, is there something I might be able to give them in advance or they're getting it as soon as they walk in? It's something that I'm giving them physically on the tables or something like that, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, you nailed it. Absolutely. So, I mean, let's get to like real practical stuff. So like if that 
particular chamber of commerce was using Facebook and they set up a little Facebook event and, you know, people were saying, yes, I'm going, or I'm interested. We could start to like kind of snoop on who's coming, you know, and I say that lovingly and affectionately, but we can start to get Intel on, on the audience. Like who's coming, who are these women or who are these folks that are showing up in front of us? And we can actually start to engage. And so I'm sure Katie, you've heard it takes six or seven yeses to make a sale. Yeah. And so whether or not that's true, the concept is it takes multiple touches to build a relationship, you know, mm -hmm. like you and Chris didn't get married right away, right? Missy right. and I didn't get married right away. We had multiple dates. And so if you think about it that way, yeah, doing social media, if, if they're on social media, but even if you can't do that, because I know sometimes Chamber of Commerce is a little behind the times and not up on the tech, um, what you had mentioned about handing somebody a sheet of paper, perhaps with your bio and maybe some testimonials or where you've been seen out in the world as they're walking in before they see you talk, they're going to read that sheet of paper and they're going to be like, oh, wow, this Katie is a lot more than I thought. She's got her own podcast. You know, she speaks at this podcasting conference, all that sort of stuff. And so in a way you're influencing them and you're selling them on getting excited about your topic. And so I think about that before any presentation. Love that. So, so love that. And, you know, as it relates to helping it, I, I, I don't know if this is really part of it for you, but like for me, it would always say like, well, how can I influence my presentation according to the audience that I'm speaking to. And I actually have to give my husband props on this. He does it so well. He'll know who's going to be in the room for the most part during a presentation. And if he knows people, like if he has a relationship with people already, he will use those people as examples in a particular concept that he's talking about. So if he knows Dustin's going to be in the room and he's talking about marketing a book, he'll talk, he'll put up a picture of Dustin in whatever slide presentation he's talking about. And that, he wants to talk about that particular concept of marketing. He'll use you as an example. And because you're in the room, it's like it, boom, it hits home. Yeah, he's, he is truly amazing. He, I, I mean, <laughs> he's the best guy I've ever seen at building a community and just making people feel loved. And that's why you guys have such a radical, you know, awesome, loyal following. And I just, I strive to strive to model what, what you and Chris do. Oh my goodness, you know. Dustin, you're amazing. You are amazing. <laughs> it's true. In your I mean, own it, right. <laughs> it is absolutely, it just blows my mind. So, but you're, you're absolutely right to use case studies or if people are there, because here's the fact, Katie, like we can sit here on this podcast or we can sit, you know, in a room and, and we can say, oh, we're great. And look at me and look at where I've been featured. But there's always going to be that resistance. And they're going to be some people that think, oh, gosh, this guy's just bragging on himself. Right, right. And so it's always much better when you can point out other people and let them tell your story or tell their story of success and saying how awesome they are. And so Chris has that just dialed yeah, in. Love that. Okay, cool. So now we have been proactive. We are smart. We know who's coming in the room. We know who's going to be there. We have prepared. Uh, we have started engaging with them on social media, started letting them know who we are before they even meet us in person. We have prepared some sort of physical offering or you know a, a paper or a giveaway or whatever it is in the room so that they have some interaction with us even before they hear us. Now we show up. Now what? That's right. All right. So there's five key components to any presentation. And if you give presentations now, uh, you're doing them, you just might not realize it. So one is your intro. I'll go rapid fire here and then I'll explain them. Uh, yeah. One is intro. Two is your story. Three would be your offer. And I'll explain that in just a second because you may think it's like an offer to buy something, but it's not that yet. Okay. And then four would be the body of your presentation. And then five is your actual close. Even if you aren't selling something, you are selling every audience on doing something if you're doing this correctly. Yeah. And so those are the five core components. 
So how do you want to tackle them, Katie? Dude, all right. So let's talk about the intro first. Now, I would imagine that you probably have a pretty unique spin on introductions because anyone thinking like introduction, it's like, hi, my name is Katie and and this is what I do. Like, tell us what a real introduction would look like or a unique one that would be memorable. Okay, the the perfect introduction would be you have an intro video. So if you've ever been to a rock concert or you've seen a speaker on stage, you know, usually celebrities are are really well known to have these. And so you have a a big name person comes in, they'll usually have like a three minute video and they're in the media and they're speaking on a stage and it just makes them look like the rock star they are. And so that would be number one. And the reason why is even if you have a good MC, a lot of times they're distracted or they're they're just not going to sell you like a video would. And so what I like to do is have an MC introduce me. And preferably if it were, let's say it's Katie's conference, right? If it were Katie's conference and they're all there to see Katie and she was the marketing behind it and she was the personality, I would have you introduce me telling your story of how we met just like you did here. Mm -hmm. And then I would actually have you introduce the video. So like, I know you will do job because you'll just tell a personal story and then I will have the video play. So it's like a one, two punch. And so immediately that whole transfer of credibility and why you should listen, it's like, okay, you got my attention. Like Katie said great things. You had this really kick butt video. And so you've got my attention, not for the whole time, but at least for the start. And so mission critical in your intro is you got to grab their attention. Love that. Okay, cool. Now, could we get a little creative with this? For example, I have done, it's been a year since I've done this, but at a presentation I did about two years ago, I played my podcast intro to bring me up so that people like just the people would know the music. And so like the organizer had done the introduction of me and then I did like the little intro to bring me up. And I think I had like some graphics going on on the, on the PowerPoint or something like that. So it doesn't, if you, if you're stuck on, oh my gosh, I don't have a video and I need to go create a video in order for this to work. You don't even have to do that, but that is an awesome way to do it. But just make it memorable. And I love the idea of making it like multimedia because that that is a little outside the box. Yeah, absolutely. And I would say this is a fallback, you know, going back to what you you mentioned about Chris, if there's somebody in the audience that you've worked with, or just is an influencer and has great things to to say about you or love on you, have them introduce you. So if you got nothing, and you can get one of your students to introduce you, that's always powerful, because, you know, they're going to tell that story. So that's your fallback always, if, if you can. Love that. Okay, great tip there. Okay, awesome. So let's get into the story. So now we've just played this awesome video, the influencer, the leader in the room has introduced you and the video, you come up like pumping Rocky arms up on stage. And then, That's right. <laughs> well, and then you, you set the frame. So in the intro, you set the frame of how it's going to be. So it's kind of like that old adage, tell, you know, tell them what you're going to tell them, you know, then tell them and then tell them what you've told them. And so you just want to, te- you want to get them excited about your topic. And a lot of people just like want to go in, but you sort of have to sell them on like, what's the value of what I have. And the best way to do that is with statistics. Hmm. And so after like, that introduction where like, okay, cool. You know, Katie's in front of me, she's a rock star and she's got these cool stats and she's made me aware that there's like some sort of problem. Then you want to like tell the story and the story. Sometimes when I say this, people go like really crazy with it. So they think of like that cheesy, um, SNL skit. Do you remember this Katie with Chris Farley? And he's like the motivational speaker. And he's oh like, my gosh. I was living in a van. <laughs> down by the river. I, oh yes. Oh yes. So 
that is one way to do a story. Uh, and the lesson in that is transformation. And so people love to see transformation. Now you don't have to tell I was broke living under the bridge sort of story, <laughs> but you ought to tell, you know, this is what life was like before. Now, if you're in corporate, cause I do realize, you know, we've got some powerful business women on here. And if you're in the corporate or association environment, telling your own personal story may seem a little weird or maybe out of context. So what you would want to do is tell the transformational story of your business. So why did you hmm. create the business? And the real classic example is the whole Simon uh, Sinek on why just telling that story because people connect with stories. And so just remember to figure out a transformational story that l- what life was like before and then obviously what life is like after as a result of what you're going to share with them. Love that. Perfect. Super cool. Okay. Got it. All right. So the big one, the offer. Now, a lot of people, because I've named it the offer, they think, oh, we're going right for the sale. So we're not going for the sale. What we're doing is we're letting people know that there's value to be had, your audience to be had. And so the way to do this is you got to let them know what the pain points are. And some people are kind of like comatose, if you will. <laughs> like they go around and they're kind of like me. We're happy-go-lucky and positive, And we don't really you know, concentrate on the negative. And so it's beneficial to actually check in with people and let them know. And the best way is with statistics and news reports. And people know that there's a challenge out there. Like as if we were taking podcasting as an example, there's a challenge with podcasting. So many people want to do it, but never do it. It ends up taking them three years to get their own show started. And so what I'm going to share with you today, this is the offer, is how you can do it in 29 days or less using, you know, Katie's system, right? And so you want to let people know like, hey, there really exists a problem and a challenge in the world, best way with stats. And then you want to offer them, well, what's the solution to that? And that would be the rest of your talk. I just want to say one more thing here. We've all heard it takes six or seven yeses to make the sale. And so if we are selling something, we have to get them to say yes a whole lot before we ask them to do the sale or the action that we want them to do. So make sure to get a whole bunch of yeses mentally before you ask for the big thing that you're going to ask for. Right. So like, hey, you know, when you're identifying the pain or the problem, you're just like, hey, how many of you have ever felt this way? Like, hey, we're doing a time management thing. How many of you have ever felt like you needed to clone yourself because you're way too busy and your mind's going to explode? Oh, everyone in the room. Awesome. Good. I'm glad I'm not the only one. What I'm going (laughs) to talk about today is a really awesome formula that I have been using that works so well for optimizing time, right? That was perfect. There you go. Totally off the cuff, ladies. Is transcribe (laughs) that. So if you struggle with that, just get this, download this, transcribe Describe it. There's your script right there. That was perfect. <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm the perfect student for you. Okay. So now we have made the offer and now we're getting into the body. All right. I love this one. The body is real fun. So this is where you actually deliver value. Now, some people uh, will call this teaching and you want to be real cautious. You want to deliver value. Hear me close. You want to deliver value, but you don't want to over teach. And I, I'm sure, Katie, you've seen it. Yeah. And I'm sure everyone listening has been through a presentation where they had the professor in front of them and maybe some, maybe the guy or the gal next to you were falling asleep. Actually, you know what's funny, Katie? I never see women fall asleep at a conference. I always see guys <laughs> like, like fall asleep. I was just at a conference and there was a speaker and lo and behold, like two seats over, there's a guy and he's sleeping, but he's like trying to make it like he's not sleeping. Like he's, you know, engaged, you know, like sitting up in his chair. I just think it's funny, but I I made me just realize in that moment, I've never seen a lady do that. That's funny. I don't know if I can, if I can see that either. I don't know. Yeah. And I I, I have that picture. So, um, all right. So we'll get back to it. So in your body to prevent people falling asleep, what you want to do is you want to have three to five steps to success. So if you teach, let's say weight loss, right? 
I'm sure you probably, if you're a weight loss coach or you have a weight loss, even let's say a product, right? A product sale, a uh, weight loss product. I'm sure there's three to five things that people should be doing to lose weight. So as an example, we could say drink more water, go for a walk for five to 10 minutes a day, you know, cut the carbs and whatever the other steps are. Well, those are good, but it doesn't make you unique or different, right? So right. You, may, you may say, well, I've heard that before. So now if we say the Kremitzos method, for losing weight and we do a little trademark after it and you go down to the trademark office. Now it's like <laughs> you own it, right? And right. So like it's your process. And so like, you know, I could go with P90X or I could go with the, you know, the, the South Beach diet right. or I've got the Kremitzos method, right? So, you know, that immediately makes you unique. And then it gets your audience to lean in. Like, what exactly is that? And it sounds more concrete. And so I want to share with you and communicate that people want systems. They want processes. They want formulas. And so in your talk, in your body, make sure to come up with three to five steps that your product or that you help people get success. Make sure to come up with a name for it. And then the clincher is this. Katie, you're going to appreciate it. Well, I think you'll start to appreciate it. So Dexter's getting to about three years old. He's almost three. Okay. And so I tell him to do some things right now and he'll do some, but I tell him to do some things and he doesn't do a lot of them. So there's this resistance. So like if I tell you to go drink more water, you can choose to agree or disagree with it. There's a resistance. Right. But now if I tell you, okay, drink more water. And let me tell you the case study of uh, one of our friends, Anthony Kovic. And so Anthony started drinking more water and within three, you know, within three weeks of, of drinking more water and getting out there, he was able to decrease his blood pressure and drop five pounds. And so now you're forced to say, well, wait a minute, this guy did it. Maybe this is plausible. Maybe this is something I should look into. But if I just simply come out and say, hey, stop drinking or, or start drinking more water, a lot of times there's that resistance. So tell a story after every step in your process and you'll get more people to buy in. Love, love that. And I do want to circle back around to the point that you had made about like sort of put your stamp, put your mark on the process mm -hmm. that you create here. Uh, you know, th that's never been formally like thought about in my head. But the power of that, if you listening have ever felt like what new information am I really giving? Like everyone knows how to organize or like all of these steps of whatever, like I'm not teaching anything new. If that thought has ever gone through your head, recognize that you teaching it is what makes it new and innovative and unique with your unique spin of how you're doing it. So if you sort of stamp your mark on it, that that's what really sort of ties a bow around it. Yeah, that's that's absolutely right. And it's your stories too. remember stories. And so, you know, Katie and I may actually teach the same thing. However, we're going to relate to the world differently and we're going to tell different stories. And, yeah. you, you know, you literally could get a lot of stuff from Katie, you get a lot of stuff from me as well. And that just makes you, you know, that much better. Love it. So, so true. Okay. Got it. Telling those stories, making, making people feel like they can see themselves in that story. And it's possible through the embodiment of whatever step it is you're talking about. Yeah. And one thing that just popped into my head that's so mission critical is you talked about the research, right? So doing the prep ahead of time. So if I know I'm going to go speak in front of a bunch of chiropractors, it would be beneficial to have a bunch of stories of chiropractors that I've worked with and results driven things. And so you would customize the stories you teach as much as you can yeah. to who's in the audience so they can say, oh yeah, that is me. I am like him. Love that. So, so powerful. And I hope that you listening know and hear and feel like if you have ever given a presentation before, whether it's been a virtual one or an in-person one, just like Dustin said, this is probably stuff that you do already, but there's a lot of power in actually identifying like when and where to really do it so that you 
that you fine tune it so that it works really powerfully for you. So I really appreciate you doing this. Okay, let's transition into the big daddy of all speeches, <laughs> which is the close. Ultimately, at the end of the day, we want something. We want some return on this presentation that we're giving. We either want somebody to buy something or we want someone to establish and like affirm a relationship with us um, or we want something. So talk to us about the close. Yes, the close, the big close. So there's a lot of different ways to do the close. And obviously in the book, you know, we go into great detail on the close. And so let me give you a couple powerful ones. The, the first thing that you should know is that you should start with the end in mind. So actually, let me take a step back. There's one thing ahead of that. So you should train your audience to take an action every single time. So, you know, obviously, Katie, with your podcast, you tell people to like the show, to share it, you know, post on social media. And so you should always be training no matter what you teach. Maybe you're trying to show people how to have a better life. Maybe you're a relationship coach. You should always tell your audience to take an action because without action, nothing happens in life. And so if you're really trying to make the lives of people better, you've got to get them into action. And so the action or the close can be as simple as, hey, go to the Facebook group and subscribe or go to Facebook and leave a comment. And so that's an action. So if that is your whole goal where you can't sell something or you can't be forward, you ought to be thinking, well, what can I make them do that will actually serve them? Maybe it'll have some benefit to me because they'll be talking about watching me speak. And so that's one action. Another action, if you can be so bold to do it, is to do some lead generation. So there's all sorts of techniques for this. You can do it old school and hand out a piece of paper and say, listen, if you want my slides or some bonuses that I have that I would love to give to you, fill out this piece of paper and you can do it old school way or you can do it SMS way, right, with mobile. And you can tell people, take out your phones right now and text this number in and it's going to ask you for your name and email. And when you do, I'll send you my slides or I'll send you this really cool video or this podcast I did with this expert. And so that can be a closed lead generation. And then finally, well, there's really two more. Is Katie, do we have time? Of course we do. Go into uh, it, man. Okay. I'm on the edge of my seat. <laughs> okay, good, 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 good. All right. So the next one where you like you can't sell, but you can ask for something, if you can show up in that environment, is to schedule strategy sessions. You know, mm -hmm. it's a real catchy term right now, or appointments. And so financial planners are really known for this. They'll do a lunch and learn. And at the end of their presentation, they don't try to sell you a half million dollar life insurance policy from the stage. They say, listen, if you're interested and you like what I had to share, why don't you set up a time with us right now and we'll meet at my office so you can set up appointments. Right. And so then the final one, the one that a lot of people like to talk about is the actual close on a sale or a product or a coaching program, asking money from stage, which I believe, Katie, is the biggest fear. So they say public speaking is like greater than death and on the fear scale. I think there's one above public speaking. It's public speaking and selling something. Yeah. Like selling from the stage because like that's the ultimate rejection. Like, right? Like if you get up there and speak and no one and, and you're offering something and no one goes back, like you're rejected times 100. Oh my God. And so... Uh, you and know, please, seriously, and please raise your hand with me virtually as you are driving or running or whatever you're doing <laughs> right now. If you have ever like stumbled through a close on, <laughs> on stage yeah. or in front of people, cause you're just, you have no idea and it's uncomfortable and you just, what you just want to get the thing over with. Right. Like, yeah, me, raising my hand right here. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I was there. I, I absolutely get it. And here's the, here's the, what's interesting about that. It's not actually in the close. So when you do this, right, when you get sequential agreements throughout, which are the yeses throughout and you deliver value value, 
at the end of your talk, all you have to do is ask a question. And, you, and if you are selling something, say, how many of you would like me to share the same system that has made me successful, that's made all my students successful, that's made John and Cindy that I talked about earlier successful? And so if you've done this right in the beginning, then it's a real natural thing. So you you get a yes. And so if you're outgoing, if you're doing trial closes and sharing stories, then people are going to say, yes, I, I would love to know. Right. And so that makes it so much easier because there's a lot of that resistance at the end. And yeah. so... When you close, um, some things to keep in mind are including bonuses, um, not in the cheesy infomercial way. You're going to get the slicer, the dicer, the juicer, <laughs> and wait, we'll double your order and, sh- and free shipping. Not like that, but you can do gift with purchase or because you're here today, I want to do something special with you. So I have an extra, you know, I brought five extra copies of my book. And so you want to model the infomercial, but you don't want to go over the top, Got it. Uh, especially in certain environments. And so it's important to keep in mind that everybody loves a deal and bonuses are a great way to tap into that. Got it. I love that. And you know what? It's really important to remember um, to do bonuses that make sense. Like don't mm-hmm. just give something just because you have it. Like, oh yeah, that's part of my array of things that I offer and sell. And I'm just going to add that in there. Like do bonuses that actually make sense in accordance with what you're offering. That's absolutely right. That's absolutely right. Like, and and a lot of times, like I remember when I was selling, um, I used to sell a business credit system because story of transformation, Katie, like when we, when we first got to know each other, I was selling business credit because, um, I worked with somebody and they got me a hundred thousand dollars in business credit when I was 25 years old. And I was like, Whoa, this is awesome. I need to tell the world about this. Right. And so I went out there and started speaking and sharing that out there. And one of the bonuses I had in my irresistible offer was, a list of banks that would give you lines of credit. And so, yes, you could go find this on the internet, but it would take you hours to do this. And I conveniently organized it into like a a one or two page document that when people bought, they would get it. So here's what happened. Actually, Justin Fishman, um, by the way, he's he's the guy that I I visualize when I tell the story. He was at the back table and he's like, hey, listen, uh, you know, I love what you shared. Is there any way I can just buy that list from you? You know, I just want that list. And I said, no, you actually have to buy the system. And here's why. If you go and you start applying for these lines of credit and you do it wrong, you're going to get yourself into a whole heap of trouble. So you got to have some background and some information. But when he asked me if I could just buy that list, I knew that was a powerful bonus. I knew that's what drove the sale. Mm, Gotcha. Well, that should get you thinking. If there's anything that anyone is asking you for, that's like a a piece of what you are offering or trying to offer. I love that. So is that where the idea of the irresistible offer architecture comes from? Yes. And as a demonstration, so if if you've been studying marketing, right, you've been on a couple podcasts and, you know, reading some stuff online about some programs, you know, I'm sure you've heard of this concept of having a hot offer or irresistible offer. And so the way I made myself unique is what I exactly prescribed to you, which was create a cool trademark name. And so what I did was I identified that there's nine key elements to an irresistible offer. And then I said, I'm going to call this irresistible offer architecture. And so I went to the trademark. I didn't go down, but on, you know, paid an attorney that, you know, and I don't know if they went down, but you know, they filed the paperwork. And so now I own that. And now people come up to me and say, well, what is that? You know, I'm curious about that and explain it. And and people get excited about it because I have a process or methodology. And so obviously we don't have enough time to go into all nine. Of course, they're all inside the book. Um, But the biggest one I want to share that you can walk away with and immediately benefit from is speak in benefits. So when you're offering something, make sure to tell people the benefits of your program. And so the example I like to give typically is 
imagine the speaker on stage where you're at an event and they're up there and they're talking about their program and they love it, right? Like they, they put their heart and soul into this program and it took them like six months to a year to create it. And it's the classic story of the speaker going up there and saying, listen, friends, I've got a, a 1,367 page workbook that's going to show you how to have success. And the audience is like, whoa. And so it's kind of like Charlie Brown that you remember that character on Charlie Brown, Katie, where it was like, wah, 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 yeah, the teacher. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So that's what it's like. So the audience here is wah, 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 work, 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 a thousand pages workbook. And so instead you would be much better to speak in benefits and saying, I'm going to give you when you take action today, the rapid results playbook. Right. And so I said rapid results is a benefit and playbook better than workbook. You could say action guide. So remember, speak in benefits. Don't tell them like all the work that went into it because they don't care. They just want the benefit of that. They want to lose weight quickly. They want to make money. They want to, you know, get their word out there uh, and influence others. And so remember to keep in mind what the benefits are. Uh, I love this. Okay. So my brain is on overload right now. And I (laughs) hope that number one is that you really, really can benefit from this information. Again, whether you would love to be on stage and really want to build and get paid to speak and basically have speaking as a part of your business model, that is a really great thing. But this is totally and absolutely wonderful and amazing if you are speaking in any sense of the word, if you are giving a presentation in any sense of the word, and you know whether you're doing a Facebook Live, you can use some of these okay. concepts, or if you're doing a webinar to share about your program, or whether you're doing or you're speaking at a seminar and you're being invited to speak and, and give a talk at a conference, anything like that. I mean, this is just so vital for anything that you're doing, um, and really using these concepts as a template to walk you through what your presentation, what your powerful presentation really should be. So, test. This is so much great information. Thank you so much for sharing all of this. Absolutely. It's been my pleasure. I'm excited to be on the show. Can't wait to download it and listen to it. (laughs) (laughs) Woohoo! Well, thank you very much. Listen, you guys can go and pick up your copy of No BS Guide to Powerful Presentations with an amazing long tagline. Dustin, what's the website where they can go get this book? Oh, I made it so simple. So it's nobspresentations.com. It's got the Amazon, the Barnes and Noble and the CEO, all the all the all the icons on there. And and the thing to check out there is the bonuses. So when you buy the book, the book is great. And I realize I can't put videos in the book and I can't put PowerPoint templates and a whole bunch of cool resources. So there's bonuses available on the website when you buy the book. And if you buy multiple copies, there's something special for you there as well. So nobspresentations.com. Super awesome. Thank you so much for everything, Dustin. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you so much for taking the time out to listen to this episode today. I am so grateful that you are here listening. If you want to connect with your fellow listeners and start having more and more business conversations so that you can learn all the intricacies you need to learn about growing a business and growing it purposefully and making it grow beyond what you can possibly imagine... Go connect with thousands of other business owners in the Biz Women Rock community. We have a private Facebook group that is totally free for you at bizwomenrock.com forward slash group. I look forward to seeing you in there.